Well, hello, John. Hey, Jay. How are how are you? I am. I have lot. I have mixed emotions. Is what I have. Y- yes, I I know that feeling precisely, and I imagine we will get into it uh, here in a little bit. But like big picture, how how have you been? Big picture, I've been pretty good. Uh, everything has been going well. On Friday, we had a. I went to my licensure. Uh, my board, so the board of marriage and family therapists and LPCs and pastoral counselors uh, at the up at the Tennessee Board of Health. I know everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, what is he talking this about?" Is enthralling. These are these are words. They are words. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of <laughs> letters too. LMFT, LPC, PCT, LMFAO, QAARP. It's just all. It's it's a lot. Um, yeah. And. Uh, but uh, we had a board meeting, and uh, usually they're very uneventful. But this one was v- had a lot going on, and it was very educational. And okay. uh, so it was a lot going on in a good way. No, actually, Uh-oh. the opposite. It was a lot going on, <laughs> actually, in a bad way. But it really helped me in like I don't know. I had like a moment of clarity or something. I guess you could say where I was just like, okay, I get like I don't know. It just really helped me out. Okay. Anyway, what about you? Um, kind of the same. Just definitely, definitely in a rut. Um, Friday was super helpful for me as well uh, because I took Friday off from work. Nice. <laughs> and um, it was Friday was my dad's birthday, so I drove over and surprised him um, to go to lunch. So that was uh, that was a really nice. It was a good day. Very nice. Um, but it's it's definitely been the highlight of the past couple of weeks. Very curious to see what what Monday is going to be like. But that's uh, Monday's problem, and it is currently Saturday evening. Um, you have just gotten home from having seen the Batman. Yes. Uh, I saw it on Thursday evening. Okay. So you've had a little so, more time to digest it than I have. I've been seeing some very hot takes on Twitter mm. uh, about this movie. And having seen it, to understand what they're saying, I can quantifiably say they are all wrong. I am Jay, and with me today I have Batman. And uh, Hi, it's it's gonna it's gonna kill my voice to do the whole <laughs> podcast like this. But uh, <laughs> hey, guys, it's me. I'm Batman. And I'm very uh, happy to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. We're glad to have you. <laughs> are you? I mean, uh, <laughs> vengeance or are you Batman? But welcome to another episode of They Didn't Ask Us. So glad to have you back. Um, all six of our listeners, we love you so much. And uh, that's right. I'm talking to you, Joe and Hannah and Jeremy and Colin. And no, we've got we've got some in Knoxville. Okay, all right. And then um, we've got a couple others local here. So good. Yeah. I think we do. You, do you look at the analytics enough to know? Like, are we pushing double digits? You know, I I know we are. Because I never I never look at them. No, the analytics uh, from last I checked, we have upwards. It's gone down quite a bit since the pandemic. I th- honestly, I, I think what it was was people would listen to us in the car on their commute to work. And when people mm-hmm. started working from home, they weren't listening they to us as much. Okay. Because we had, gosh, we were up to like almost 100 listeners at one point, And now we've dropped down to like the 30s. Okay. So I really think it's because people just aren't traveling as much anymore. So they don't have time to listen to us. And I completely understand I that. that. Could, yeah. 
Cause I'm the same way. I, yeah. I don't listen to podcasts just around my house. Like I listen to them in the car. That makes yeah. sense. I, to me. I feel like I'm kind of the opposite of that. Like I listen to podcasts a lot at work to the point of like, I know what shows I'm listening to on what days. Like I, I haven't planned around show releases. I was like, Oh man, I'm really excited for Tuesday morning. Cause I have a couple of shows I love that come out Tuesdays. You know, it's really funny I'm late Monday, but it's funny because you would think what I, I'm going to ask you this and then we'll move on. But what, kinds of podcasts do you listen to um soccer mainly like mls okay. stuff okay um there are two really good nashville sc specific pods that i like um mythical has some has some good content the good mythical morning written link i'm trying to get more because i listen to all of them in the morning and then i just have the same like six hour playlist i listen to so uh so something that you love and have a passion for and then something to laugh about Yes, and then it's just very entertaining. It's not even. It's not even Rhett and Link. I listen to um, the Mythical Kitchen podcast. Mm-hmm. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It's a. That's a good. That's a good friendly debate, isn't it? Or is it its own breed of thing? Uh, I think it's a taco. A hot dog. A taco. It's connected at the bottom. See, I would just say it's its own thing. A hot dog is a hot dog. It's neither a sandwich or a taco. It's just it's a hot dog. Now a hamburger, I would consider that a sandwich. I would agree because it looks like a sandwich and acts like a sandwich. What do you mean it acts like a sandwich? Like, oh man, look at that hamburger just sitting on that plate acting like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, he is sitting within the boundaries of the social construct of a sandwich. So I believe oh, same. he is a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because I, I just, I wondered because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people believe that we probably just listen to like comic book stuff and, and video game stuff all the time for podcasts. And, and I'm I'm like you, I don't listen to anything um, related to what we actually talk about on this podcast. If you look, saw my list of podcasts, I have a political podcast that I listen to that's also, it's like political slash comedy. And so I listen to that. Okay. And then I also listen to, there's actually a few podcasts that are like true crime podcasts that I listen to. And uh, that's pretty much it. So very different from what we review here. Yeah. But, well, I mean, why, why listen to others when you produce the best? Got them. You nailed it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> why, why listen to others that are below ourselves? What is the, what is the thing from the office? Kevin says, why say lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only thing that I wanted to bring up today that really caught my attention, actually, it was my son who brought it up to me. So I'm sure many of you are aware that Pokemon is still very much a thing. You, I know shock, right? Uh, it's either, you pearls. either pronounce it Pokemon, Pokemon, or that Pokemon. Or Pokemon. Man, that Pokemon. What's that? What's that crap about? But Pokemon is still very much a thing. And there was a new release of a video game, a Pokemon video game that kind of changed up the formula a little bit. It's um, Mm -hmm. not so much about catching Pokemon and enslaving them and making them fight for you so that you can earn badges. It's actually you're studying the Pokemon and trying to figure out, learn more about them. My son's been playing it, actually. He says he really enjoys it. Uh, he said it feels like it gives the feel of Breath of the Wild, but Pokemon version, which yeah, is it intriguing. very similar. Yeah. But he just informed me today that coming this year, the end of this year, is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So it's Gen 9 at this point? I am, I, am I right? guess so. You know what? He's in the next... Hey, hey, Antonio, is it Gen 9? That is correct. Yeah, that's... It's getting close to being too many, I feel like. There are it's just, um, it's just a, a daunting lot to task now to catch them all. It's true. Yeah. I caught the first 150 
and then the additional 100 that came out with Johto, and then that was it. That's all I caught. Yeah. I My pockets were full at that point, and I said, I can't do this anymore. I want to say I dabbled in Gen 3, but largely it was 1 and 2 for me. I remember Gen 2, in my opinion, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but in mm-hmm. my opinion, Silver and Gold are the two... Uh, those. It's the best sequel to any game I think that's ever been made. It was perfect. Uh, I, I don't think I can agree with that. I know. Because Halo 2 exists. It does, but... Halo 2 is a, is a dang good game. Do you get to fight yourself from Halo 1 in Halo 2? No, you don't. But you do. You get to, you get to dual wield. That's true. It's, it's not comparable, but it's also fun. Yeah, I, uh, I, loved, um, I loved that game so much it was great but anyway that was it as far as news that i thought that was newsworthy i thought that was pretty interesting i i don't know i thought with this new formula that they had created i figured that that was the direction they were going to start going but no they've got one more generation that they're gonna throw out there locked and loaded yeah so good for them yeah more merchandise and with that i believe we can jump into the review for today unless you had something else to add i don't uh because this is going to be a bear of a review this is going to be an interesting review so today we are reviewing the batman something that we have been um anxiously awaiting i think that's fair since it was first announced and it was said that robert pattinson which we have uh lovingly referred to as robert battinson Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um so that was just released. Uh, let's see, this is released on the Monday after the initial release of The Batman. So there's a good chance that those listening maybe haven't watched it yet. If you haven't, I'm going to highly recommend you pause this episode, go see it, and then come back. Because we are very spoiler heavy in this podcast. Mm-hmm. So you don't, if you don't want things ruined for you, that's what I recommend. And with that, we will continue. So I saw this. Just at the time of this recording, I finished the movie 36 minutes ago. No, an hour and 36 minutes ago. There we go. John, you saw this a few days ago. Thursday. Thir- I, so I took very spur of the moment. I took Friday off. Um, and adding to that spur of the moment, that spontaneity that we all know I'm known for. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to take Thursday night and I'm going to go see the Batman because I had forgotten it was a three hour movie. <laughs> yeah. So I went from work. I got a light dinner because sometimes I make responsible decisions. And I sat down at five forty five to watch a three hour Batman movie. No, but can you shut the door? You're loud. <laughs> Antonio was in the next room playing a game and I could hear him the whole time going, Yes. All right. <laughs> it's like I, I my microphone a little is bit, possibly picking that up, but ju- just enough that it was like entertainment as like in the background of this. Like I saw this on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry about that. No, it, it's fine. That was really all the the extent of it was. I saw this Thursday, kind of a you know, I don't have anything else going. Might as well. Yeah. Usually we summarize a movie that we just saw, um, or that we were reviewing rather. And um, I don't really know if that's possible for this movie. Wikipedia has it in a six-paragraph summary Uh, of the plot. Young Bruce Wayne learning how to be Batman. This is only his second year as being Batman. He's already developed a relationship with Lieutenant Gordon, who has a signal on the roof. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's his calling card. That's how you know that 
the Batman is needed. He already has a reputation of instilling fear mm-hmm. in the bad guys around him. They're always thinking that he's lurking in the shadows, which is why they think twice before they commit crimes. And then the Riddler is influenced by Batman and tries to take matters into his own hands, except does it in a not so good way. Uh, Selena Kyle gets involved and, uh, and then, uh, Batman learns how to be a better Batman. There you go. That's, that's, that's it. That is it. Um, So do you want to go with things you liked, things you didn't like, or do you want to go kind of big picture to start off? Yeah, let's, let's do the, the likes and didn't likes. Um, okay. You can probably start with the likes. Likes? Um, I thought Pattinson did very well. I agree. I really liked him as both Batman and Bruce Wayne. I, I do think his Bruce Wayne was somewhat limited uh, by design. Yes, I agree. So I think he is playing, and they, they address this late in the movie in the kind of confrontation of the Riddler and Batman, where the Riddler says something to the extent of, this is who you really are. Whoever you are underneath that is your actual mask, which I know is, is a similar sentiment expressed at the end of Batman Begins, right? This this is your mask as I touch your face with my man hands. Dang it. Um. So I feel like they, they definitely played that out um, in terms of screen time because it's not 50-50 like you kind of see attempted uh, in other in other movies. It's very Batman heavy. And, I mean, I think it works. It does. Um, especially considering that this is, you know, obviously, and they tell you this from the very beginning, which I appreciated, was this, this Batman is young. This Batman has not been Batman for very long. This is only, mm-hmm. he's only into his second year as Batman. Yeah. And they make which makes that, it, sorry. No, I was just going to say that 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 kind of sets it up from the very beginning. So you kind of have a, a pretty good idea of what to expect. Yeah, I would say in the in the context that he's only been Batman for two years, it makes it more impressive the relationship that he has with Gordon. I agree, because that is a long term relationship that has been done in a short amount of time comparatively. Yeah, they obviously they obviously spent a lot of time together in that first year, went on mm-hmm. several dates maybe even a couple's retreat and that is why their relationship is so strong the blooming yes and kind of piggybacking off of that i very much enjoy in jeffrey wright i did too as gordon oh yeah but he was an excellent i i have a very hard time remembering something he's been in that i have been like ah no jeffrey wright was very bad in this yeah that's true like i enjoyed him as felix Leiter in the the craig bond movies um i enjoyed him in westworld um I don't know that I can remember. Like, nothing else jumps out at me, but I remember, oh, he's really good in these two things. Yeah, and he was also in The Hunger Games. And even though those movies were not the best, he did a really good job with what he was given. Yeah, so uh, those are absolutely two of the the biggest likes for me. I liked Um, that, for the most part, this was a very detective-heavy Batman. Um, In fact, at one point, um, Cobblepot says to them, you know, I'm sitting here with the two greatest detectives in the world and so they already have that reputation of being really good detectives very intelligent and um so that was that was good that was nice to see that was a nice change yeah i think um two of the biggest surprises for me the things that were going to be the most hit or miss um zoe kravitz as selena kyle and colin farrell as the penguin yeah i i didn't i was worried about both of those performances i thought they were both really good they were so it was it was weird kind of having obviously not the same setup as as the Tim Burton Batman Returns, but the comparable of comparing this character to that character. I don't know. Like I 
I think it, I definitely prefer this penguin uh, because Danny DeVito as the penguin gave me nightmares as a child. So this is already an improvement. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. He, um, he was very good as the penguin and uh, Selena Kyle uh, or um, sorry, I forgot her name. I just said her character's name. Um, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yes. Her as, um, as Catwoman was uh, really good. And, and I liked this version of Catwoman. Um, I liked that she wasn't just a crook. You know, she wasn't just yeah. a thief. She she was almost like a, a Robin Hood kind of Catwoman where she was like stealing mm-hmm. from the poor or from the poor, stealing from the rich and, yeah. you know, stealing from those that like they made that money in a bad way anyway. So it was like, hey, I might as well take it for myself. Yeah. I think something else that I very much enjoyed is it shows the the two characters right it shows batman and catwoman in very different parts of their character journey because we've i mean we've talked about already a couple of times bruce is only two years into batman but selena is like what like two weeks into being catwoman like her mask is still cloth yeah so she's very much this is this is a formative time for her character and her persona and big picture i don't i mean i don't know that there's going to be a sequel to this but if there were i would want her to still be in it i agree yeah i feel the same way um i hope she would make an appearance and um but yeah i think for the most part i uh the acting and the people that were selected to play the different characters that we saw the characters themselves i thought they were very well written um and the and they were acted very well and I liked the city setup. It rained a lot. Um, I think that's all the positives that I have. I think talking about the setting of the city is very important because thinking about like the animated series and the 90s movies especially, it's very like kind of vague when the city is, like when those things take place. And I know uh, the Nolan trilogy, I think, was largely accepted to be comparable modern times. So like the, the mid to late 2000s. Um, I don't know that I really cared anything about that with this movie. Like the setting didn't take away, but like you're saying, it, it definitely added in terms of the scenery, the way it was shot, like those types of things. Um, I, I very much thought that did. Yeah, as far as where that it was, was shot, I kept trying to figure it out. It kind of looked like Chicago, um, but I'm not completely sure. It may have yeah. been, it also kind of, some scenes looked more like Pittsburgh, but it was hard to tell. Yeah, which those have been, um, Chicago was one of the Nolan movies, and Pittsburgh was definitely some of the other, or were they all Pittsburgh? No, I think The Dark Knight, I be, I'm almost positive, was Chicago. Okay. And The Dark Knight Rises was Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, Wikipedia is saying London, which kind of throws me for a loop but it also doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it was hard to tell. It really was. They did a good job of not making creating, it very creating obvious. Creating Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you do you have any other likes? Mm, I did like Alfred. Um, he didn't really add much to the movie, but he also wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I'm torn on this Alfred because, like you're saying, he's he's there, and he's good at what he's asked to do, but my curiosity is, would I have the same opinion of the character if it wasn't played by Andy Serkis? Because, I mean, with Lord of the Rings, with the, the Peter Jackson, King Kong, um, MCU, where he was Claw, like, we have these associations with other, beloved might be too big of a stretch for Claw, but 
appreciated roles of Andy Serkis. So being able to see him like play a person, very fun. Um, the, the, <laughs> the Alfred. Person. I... <laughs> That's true. That's true. He's not a CGI uh, demented hobbit, is he? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, no, he's not. I have to think about it for a second. <laughs> or, or maybe that um, was Andy Serkis, and this, this is, is the CGI. This is the CGI. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh man. Which um, side note? I've rewatched those movies lately, uh, recently, and um, that CGI for Gollum holds up like it still looks really good even today they did a really good job with that well i mean for for the time because he didn't show up until two towers really and two towers was 2002 i think something like that and i mean they were setting the curve yeah like that was the development of the time so yeah i don't i don't know that that inherently surprises me i would argue that movie in particular that series really in general kind of propelled the cgi to what it is today I would argue. I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, you look at mocap and you look at the work that Weta did. Um, we're we're tangenting really hard because I actually watched a lot of the special features in the extended edition DVD sets. Um, so I need to as need every to refocus. good nerd should. Fair. <laughs> um, so so the bad. Do we do we want to get into <laughs> the good, the bat, and the ugly? Hey, that's what hey. I'm talking about. Um, um, yeah. I I abjectly despise this riddler yeah i didn't like, like him turning turning the rid this riddler almost feels more like they wanted him to be hush but they didn't think enough people knew who hush was yes and i know a lot of people like there's there are going to be a lot of comparisons made to the jim carrey riddler which was also ludicrous on the other end of the scale <laughs> um yeah. it was too campy it was too funny um but i feel like that's more where the riddler is than than paul dano here yeah he was like apparently there was a headline like paul dano is having trouble sleeping because of his riddler and i was like well that's not the riddler then is it like yeah, yeah he's a sociopath but he's like quirky and silly. funny and yeah he tells riddles he never once said riddle me this until he didn't even say it and it was alluded to that he was in a cell next to the Joker. And Which the I believe Joker, has since been confirmed. It has or hasn't? I believe it has since been confirmed. I'm going to look at the uh, uh, the Batman director reveals identity of the unnamed Arkham prisoner. Well, even... And it, it, is, it is the Joker. It is the Joker. Okay. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be Killer Croc. The point is, is that they are the ones that say, Ah, oh, riddle me this. You know? And you're like, what? riddle... What? The Riddler didn't even say that. Like, that's where he yeah. gets his catchphrase is from this Joker Coincidence? character? What? I, it just, it really bothered me. Yeah, I think that's fair. That wasn't the Riddler. Um, He was wearing a winter combat mask. But it was green, and apparently that's close enough. I, mm, mm. That, the disconnect that it took me to be like, oh, okay, I'll keep watching this movie, but that's not the Riddler. Like, that's what made the movie more enjoyable because i would have hyper focused on like this villain is terrible because it's not who they say it is what riddle me this what is a table full of half-baked desserts this movie like there were so many like they had so many things that were like that's cool and then and then you would take a bite and you were like this needs more time this is not quite done if you're putting time in your desserts i have a little bit of a question for you as a (laughs) as a baker uh (laughs) got him ah 
Um, I mean, that's that's the biggest one. Another, this is going to be kind of, this is a precise criticism. Um, but in one of the trailers, there is a scene of the car chase with the Batmobile chasing down the penguin. And I think the car chase in the movie can be one of the iconic scenes of this movie. And the fact that it was included in a trailer is very disappointing. Because imagine sitting in the theater watching that for the first time, being like, oh man, that was so cool. Because the setup for what you see in the trailer is not in the trailer, it's in the movie. And the set, like watching it happen, knowing what's going to happen is cool, but I'm still going to say watching it without knowing what was going to happen would be cooler. I... Mm. I agree with you on what you said, but I am also going to further my complaint and saying that it didn't need to happen in the first place. He basically got in his car, revved it up, and was like, I got this cool car. Run away so I can chase you down. <laughs> it's like, Essentially, like, yeah. There was no... Like, he was the one that was like, Vroom, check this thing out. And... Penguin was like, I'm going to run away in my nice car. And then they just chase each other down. And then he's walking up all nice and slow. And in the camera work, I will say, the camera work during this chase was really neat. Really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, And then even like Batman is walking up to the car and he's upside down. And then you see Cobblepot and he's upside down in his car. So you're getting to see everything from his point of view. And then Batman arrives at the car and he bends down and he looks into the car and my son said it best, but I was thinking the same thing, but he goes, I was really wanting him when his head poked out in the window. I really wanted him to go, boo. (laughs) That would have been outstanding. (laughs) And I was like, yes, that would have been great. And it would have like, I would have liked that scene that much better if that had happened. Or so. Or, like, something else very Adam West, like, I told you penguins couldn't fly. Like, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And, um, Just completely take away from how dark the rest of this movie is. It's like, ah, yes, here's a terrible joke. It You're is welcome. very dark. Both in terms of tone and visuals. Yes. Bruce Wayne himself looked like he was a big fan of My Chemical Romance. It's not a phase. <laughs> it's not a phase, gosh. And um, it... What else did I not like? Um, I'm going to preface this by saying the design of the bat suit works. I think the suit is really cool. Yeah. Oh, I did like that he could take his symbol off. That is one of my two complaints. Uh, one, the the symbol knife, really cool. Uh, but the lack of batarangs is very disappointing. Yes, it was. It's very. Ups- I mean, he was. He also wasn't in a whole lot of position where he they could be useful. Like, the fight scenes he was in, they would be cool, but I feel like you would have had to build them up, kind of like they did in the Nolan movies, of, like, this is how I'm designing my batterings, and they're going to be cool. Like, I feel like you would have had to have that moment. So, eliminating them entirely and going with the the symbol knife is a very interesting idea. Um, Second complaint about the suit. Is there a running counter somewhere of how many bullets he just tanks in this movie? Yeah, he's just like, oh yeah, that tickled. Because, like, I play... I mean, more video games than most. Not as many as some, but more than most. Um, This dude is dead. Like, he's dead because he tanks a bunch of handgun shots. And then at the climactic fight at the end, he eats a double-barrel shotgun to, like, the the stomach. Yeah. And he's... You think he's dead. 
Uh, I've got so many complaints about that whole last bit of the movie. And then when he takes the symbol knife and he cuts the oh. um, the electric thing and he gets shocked and he falls in the water and you think he's dead and then he's back. It was like, well, if you're going to make a bold statement about Batman in this movie, kill him. Yeah. Like that would be that would be a bold statement. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to make a sequel. We're, we're going to destroy everything. Ugh, that whole ending. Oh my gosh, it bothered me so much. You know, well, the, the pacing of it is still weird too because it's it, like we have to go, we have to go, we have to go, but we're going to take 20 minutes and it's going to actually take 10 minutes of like IRL time. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they made 10 minutes turn into 20. It was very impressive. Normally you speed things like that up, but the the last scene, I feel like goes by so slowly like they figure out what he was going to do what the riddler was going to do he had put bombs in vans strategically placed throughout the city so that it would blow up this wall that was holding back all the water and the water was going to flood the city okay first off like those must have been some really strong bombs if they were able to break the walls like if you're putting if you're building this city right and you're putting mm-hmm. walls around this city, and it's holding back a lot of water. Okay, I'm imagining, like, uh, New Orleans. Like, right. that wall has got to be just, like, super thick, really strong. Like, this is a lot of water and could kill a lot of people. And you're telling me that it was knocked down by a bomb in a van? It, there were seven. Yeah, but, like, not all... It, I it, I would have even been okay if it was, like, we put all seven vans in one spot, and then I it think, blew up. I think it can work. I'm not a structural engineer, and believe me, I'm never going to claim to be. You know what? You say... Oh, wait. I got... There is somebody who listens to this show. I know. And they're, they have a degree in engineering. I... You know who I'm talking to right now. I want... Please do this research for me and let me know, <laughs> is that possible because i don't think it is doesn't make sense to me so then the city's flooding the mayor has been elected they're all freaking out and trying to trying to go to this one place to to rescue everybody in the city the 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 riddler followers all 507 of them decide that they're going to like literally i'm not making that up there was a count yeah on the screen and they all have rifles and they're going to kill the mayor they well, except have, for the one who has the shotgun. Yes. He he did, he missed the memo on the rifles and just showed up with his double barrel shotgun that he had in his closet and is like, oh, whoops. I'm sorry. I missed that one. I was not on that stream. I'm sorry. And then like all the all the the bullets, all the all the ammo is piled perfectly, stacked perfectly so that they can just grab one and load their rifle and shoot. So somebody got there two hours early and stacked the the ammo perfectly. (sighs) Gosh. And then the mayor. (laughs) Ah, this movie. And then the mayor mayor is like, ah, this is awful. I'm being shot at. And then he's like, you can't go out there, Lieutenant Gordon. You can't go out there because (laughs) there's people shooting. There's people shooting. And she's like. Oh, well, see, that's what's wrong with this town is nobody stands up to the criminal and the, and the scum. And then she just walks <laughs> out there and then gets shot. And you're like, can she, can, can she please just go ahead and die? Can, can, like, seriously, don't pull her out of that situation. We, 
You just told her not to go out there, and she went out there and got shot. Like, just leave her there. Am I a am I a bad person because I want there to be an edit of that scene, but with that little like that funny bass riff from Seinfeld? I'm just like, no, don't go out there. There's snipers in the rafters. She's like, I'm going out there. Get shot. <laughs> oh, man. I just. Uh. And then, so then you have that whole scene. Batman shows up and blows up the whole ceiling of the place, crashes through, which looked really cool. I did mm-hmm. appreciate that. Starts taking everybody out. Okay, cool. All right. I'm with you so far. And then he. Gets shotgun blast to the chest. I would like to add an aside. Yeah. Uh, while he's taking everybody out, he is tanking multiple high-powered rifle shots. Yes, that's... Thank you. Various thank you places of his body. Uh-huh. Yep. And then he, he spins to find the shotgun guy, and the shotgun is, like, essentially inside of him. It's yeah, so I mean, close. I mean, the, it's, it's, like, maybe two inches away from his abdomen. Like, the shotgun should have taken him to dinner first, I feel like. Yeah, and uh, and then he's hanging from the edge. Selena Kyle saves him and uh, pulls him up, and she kisses him. And Antonio and I looked at each other, and we were like, this is just not really the time to be doing that. This is, like, there's a lot going on right now. And then, sure enough, she gets hit. You know, she's being hit by this guy, and he's so mad that he brings out his steroids and shoots it in his leg and is like leave my girlfriend alone and then so roy rage starts beating the guy up what do you think that was like some weird type of adrenaline or it it, do do you think it was venom see that's that was kind of my thought was did he just use venom yeah to which for for those who may not know um venom is the the chemical compound that turns bane into this like hulking if you inflated the rock he would look like bane yeah so i feel like that's i feel like that's fair if you inflated the rock he would look like bane yeah definitely so um it's just is he did he just use this very illicit substance probably mixed with adrenaline um because he didn't actually like swole up no like it had been venom but yeah it was a it was a very interesting moment and then he like then he sees everybody being electrocuted in the water and decides he's going to save them and just like John said he cuts the 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 cord falls down in the water you think he's dead and he comes what, up what and he, he has a, a torch. <laughs> Sorry, that was off color, but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> he comes up with the flare and is like, "Follow me, I I will lead the way." And um, and then Catwoman and him are talking and he's all cleaned up now and. The city's underwater, and, you know, it's only been, like, two weeks or something like that, or a month. Because it starts out, and you hear Batman is, the is like, narrating. He's like, it's October 31st, Halloween. And then at the end, it's like, it's November 26th, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. <laughs> I'm bringing the potatoes. Bat, bat potatoes. They're in my <laughs> utility belt. And yeah, I don't know, man. I and then uh, they they drive off, which I don't know if you paid attention to this, but they they were they were on a balcony and they had their motorcycles up there, and I was like, so did Catwoman just like drive off the edge? Like what what just happened? And then they start chasing each other through the graveyard, you know, because they're flirting with each other. Oh, look at them, they're being playful. And then they go down the road, and you're like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. 
one's going to turn left and the other one's going to turn right. And that's what happens. But they're good citizens and they first stop at the stop sign to mm-hmm. make sure there's no traffic. And then they turn and they go their separate ways. And then it ends. And that's the ending. And I was like, good it, riddance. It may not be the end ending, though, because I did some more scrolling down Wikipedia. And there's a future section here. It says sequels, plural, which is ambitious. Um, the Batman is intended to be the first of a new Batman trilogy and establish a Batman-focused shared universe separate from the DCEU. Key cast members were reported to have signed on for future films as of November 2019. Uh, in December 2021, Pattinson said he had ideas for devel- developing Batman's character in further films, while Clark? Whoever Clark? I don't know who that is. Um, said the Batman would lay a foundation for future films to be built upon. I think I think that's fair to say it did. Pattinson and Reeves expressed interest in introducing Robin and featuring the Court of Owls, Mr. Freeze, and Calendar Man as villains in a sequel. Calendar Man is ambitious. Um, yeah, lots I, lots to, to unpack there. So I'll say that, you know, this movie started out and I was really excited at first because when it started out and it was Halloween, immediately my mm-hmm. mind jumped to the long Halloween and I mm-hmm. and, and my initial thought was I, there was almost this wave of relief that came over me, and I thought when it wasn't. Yeah, and then it quickly changed. But I was like, okay, thank you, DC. You have finally learned your lesson and realized that you already have a lot of really great stories. Mm-hmm. Let's just make these stories into movies. Yes, there you go. Good job. Yeah, and then they didn't. Well. I mean, they, they fell into the, the pit, the creative pit that DC has fallen into for years is they animate all of their best plots before they have a chance to turn them into cinematic movies. So a two-part long Halloween released last year, I think. Yeah, it did. And I mean, I'll be honest, I do want to see it um, because it is a very ambitious plot to, to try to undertake. Um, but there were definite allusions to it. Uh, but there once were. it diverted... I was like, oh, okay, that I like originality, and I feel like I, I do hearken back to her, like, why can't we have new things? Why do we keep remaking other things? But, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And there are a lot of really, really good Batman plots. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, ultimately, for me, I thought this was a movie that had a lot of really great ideas, but they just didn't completely... Um, it, it's almost like they didn't proofread it before they published it. They just... They wrote it all down. They, they went with a draft. Like, that sounds good. Let's go with yeah. that. And didn't like break it down to make sure it made sense. It felt, the ending felt very rushed. Like, oh, hey. It's like they looked at the clock. Oh, hey. We're, it's been um, three hours. We we're need to... approaching three hours. We need to wrap this thing up. Yeah, it does end very rapidly. So. It, it is the type of rapid ending that you feel like does set up for a sequel. It does. And I mean, it does. I mean, it ends and you're like, okay so this was this was an origin story yeah this was an origin story this is why you know batman learned a lot from this this incident and he is going to go forward and is going to be a better batman but i just wish that they had done a better job of setting that up to make it more obvious that this was a batman who was just very inexperienced Mm -hmm. so that's my thought Going forward, when you when you see that the star and director, and I think, I think Reeves wrote it as well, um, expressed interest in introducing Robin, the Court of Owls, and Mr. Freeze, which Robin 
would you want them to introduce and why? I would like for them to introduce Tim Drake, I think would be the best Robin to introduce. Yeah, I 100% agree. Because there's a lot you could do with that going from there. Having established Batman as a detective, it is a very easy jump to bring in the Tim Drake character. Because of the... How many Robins are there canonically now? Because I really just only know the four. I think there's five, if you include the Robin from Dark Knight Returns. Okay, so of the five, then, um, Tim is widely regarded to be the most like Bruce in terms of detective. Detecting? Detectiving, I suppose? Um, Investigation. That is a much better way to say what I was trying to say. Thank you. (laughs) Um, He is is the most similar investigator and... um, I think I think Tim's a great character. His origin, I feel like, plays into this universe that they're establishing. Um, I think it can work because if I remember Tim's Robin origin story, he learns Bruce's Batman, but he gets in the middle of a case involving one of the supervillains, and I think it's Penguin. I think it's Penguin, which leads into addition. In addition to there being two movies planned, there are also two HBO Max original shows planned. I saw that. One is a GCPD show um, to be set in the first year of Batman, as opposed to the movies in the second year, um, from a from the perspective of a corrupt officer, which that seems like a kind of twist on, you know, a different starting out point. Um, and the second series, which I guess I had completely missed that it was going to happen, um, is a Penguin show. Huh. It will be a standalone story from the Batman and depict the Penguin's rise to power, uh, which is being compared to Scarface. Because if you think about it, M- Maroney's so in jail. So he's going to snort a mountain of cocaine? Snow angels. Um, well, blow angels, I guess, would be the actual cocaine. Um, because if you think about it, Maroney's in prison, Falcone's dead, and that is a massive gap in the criminal underworld that Cobblepot will assume. So so if they make another movie then it's not going to be shortly after this movie it'll be several years down the road. I don't know because I feel like they're going to have to see how the shows do because yeah. I think I think there's a way the the Court of Owls I feel like should be completely off the table. I think they're too in-depth. You have to have too much of a working knowledge of how Gotham works for them to be introduced in a movie. Um Mr. Freeze, given that the city is already flooded, that aspect of all of that water would make Freeze a much more dynamic villain. Um, So I would be completely all for that. And if they're going to introduce Robin, I think they could begin in the Penguin show. So it depends on when the, if the Penguin is set before the Batman, when he becomes the proprietor of the Iceberg Lounge, or if it is set after when he is going to become this master of the criminal underworld, you can introduce the Tim Drake character kind of in the same way that they initially introduced Selena as like, oh, this is her day job. I mean, the night job because she worked at a club, but it's a it's an accepted phrase. And I mean, with there being a Joker who, uh, after clicking the link of his name, he was Druig in Eternals. Uh, everyone's, well, not everyone's least favorite character. I imagine there were people who liked Sprite worse. Um, just one of the, one of the worst characters i would say he's signed on for i think actual movies so he has a role to play they're not going to sign him for a cameo where he's not even officially the joker i mean he is but he isn't see that bothers me because batman has so many villains that can be used and it bothers me that they keep going back to the joker i realize that most people would say that he is the batman's greatest nemesis but i i the batman has so many 
different villains that they could use that yeah. I wish they would move on to the to more. Yeah. Well, I think the trick is um, he's the most iconic villain. So a lot of people, when you think Batman, you know, people are going to think of their various favorites. Uh, but when you think Batman villain, you immediately think the Joker. And I mean, at this point, there are what, five cinematic Jokers? Because uh, I think Cesar Romero technically counts. Oh, right. Um, Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Leto, and now uh, oh, that's right. he's, he's Irish, and I'm not even going to begin to pronounce his name. So the uh, new guy um i i agree because there are so many good villains um personally i'm very partial to Raish. i think Raish is a great villain um hush is it's, it's an incredible story um the riddler when done right dang it um could be i think i think this movie opens the door for two-face because um the da uh, just famously died so there's a there's a gap there and if they were going to add more work like more cooperation i think the dynamic of gordon two-face and batman could work very well but then again i mean aaron eckert i thought was really good as two-face in the dark knight and i don't know well i mean heath ledger was transcendent as the joker in the dark knight and we've had two well three three jokers since then so i completely understand where you're coming from and i think i agree but i don't know as long as they do it well and they do it different you know i mean it was obvious from the very beginning honestly of this movie that um you know the joker does exist in this universe because Mm -hmm. the guys that were on the train were clearly men that worked for joker because they had the painted faces they had the scars on their faces like yeah. i mean it, it was kind of you know it was like hey this is uh these are men that kind of look like joker so joker you know he he does exist in this universe um yeah so i i you know i don't know but i do know that we would like to hear from you we want to hear from what you thought about this movie and what you think will happen going forward and you can reach out to us several different ways you can email us they didn't ask us at gmail.com you can also go to our website they didn't ask us pod.com you can leave a comment there that will go to our email box and we can check it out Ho- uh, feature you on uh, a an episode if you would like um just let us know if that's something you want <coughs> excuse me um we also are on twitter t-d-a-u underscore pod at or that's not that's not yeah that's on twitter and uh and then john is j mueller 8332 and you can follow me the nerd is underscore in and we would love to hear from you um we yeah i would i would re- i would really love to hear from y'all about what you thought about this movie um i haven't i have tried really hard to stay away from reviews for this movie until today because yeah, i wanted same. to be surprised and uh i was uh Unfortunately, it was not a pleasant surprise for me personally. So before we rate it uh, on our scale of Batman movies, what was your immediate takeaway? What was the credits rolled? And I mean, I know we waited until the end of this because that's actually very ironic. There's no mid credit scene. And there's potentially the single most disappointing post credits scene of any comic book movie ever. Um, So I wouldn't advise staying for either of those. But what was your walk away reaction to my, this movie? My initial reaction when when the credits yes. were rolling. Yes. My immediate reaction was that sucked. Okay. Yeah. I think I mean it's a fair reaction. Um, my immediate the credits were done. I thought about it on the drive home, and Meg asked me, 
how was the movie? And I said, I have a very complicated answer to that question. And she laughed and she was like, oh, go ahead, please, please tell me. Um, she, she humored me in that moment. And I said, I think critically, this movie will be very good, but I don't think I like it, which is a very interesting separation because normally, at least with like in inside of the comic book movie realm, if it is a good high quality movie, I will usually enjoy it. It's a good movie, but it's not for me, is is my walkaway opinion. Like I said, my my wife asked me the same thing. How, what did you think about it? Um, what, what were your thoughts? And like I said earlier, I said, well, it was a movie that had a lot of really tasty desserts. But as soon as you bit into it, you realized that there was something off about it. Like it was missing something. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to like it, but there was just this key missing ingredient with the whole thing. Yeah. And so ultimately I walked away disappointed. Yeah, I think. I think and it saddens me. There. It really does. It saddens me. I really wanted to like this movie, but I also I didn't. I also think it is very length prohibitive in the sense of like, even if I did really like this movie, how often do you sit down and you think, ah, yes, let me watch this three hour movie. Cause like even, that, even but... infinity war or Endgame, you're going to fast forward to your favorite parts. You're going to skip the slow parts because you're like, oh, I've seen this movie. I know what happens. Halfway through it's all this slow movie, movements. halfway through this movie, I looked down at my phone cause I was like, how much time is left? <laughs> like two hours. Because I was like, <laughs> like it kind of felt like they were approaching the end and I was like, mm-hmm. are we almost done with this? And then I looked at my phone and I was like, there's an hour and a half left of this movie. Yeah. I don't, something's not right here. Like what, what are they doing? I don't think they know what they're doing. But I was uh, ultimately, yes, very disappointed. So as far as our scale goes, so we're putting it on the scale of Batman movies. So, and for me personally, the Batman movie scale is uh, Batman and Robin to the Dark Knight. Batman and Robin to the Dark Knight. I agree with that scale. See, I remember Batman movies by the villain. Who was the villain in uh, Batman and Robin? Batman and Robin was... um, (laughs) It hurts my soul to say that this is the worst Batman movie because of how much I enjoy Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Okay. And Poison Ivy. But Poison Ivy and and Bane are very bad. So it is the worst of the Batman movies, in my opinion. Ah, man. Um, you know, I honestly, I'm going to put it, I think I'm, it hurts me to say this, but I think I'm going to put it last. Really? So I'm, I'm not putting near that. I'm I'm gonna, it, it goes below Batman and Robin because even though Batman and Robin, I agree with you that the, I feel like the, the, the the, the reason why I'm putting it below that, here's why is because with Batman and Robin, I agree that yes, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. It really was, but I don't think they meant, I don't think they set out with the purpose of making it a serious movie to begin with. Like they, I, I really, it didn't, it never felt like, Hey, we're, this is a serious movie. It was like, it was kind of this colorful, comical Batman movie from the very beginning. And so they never once acted like they were something better than what they were. (laughs) But this movie, I feel like they went into it with a very serious attitude and you can tell that that's what they were going for, but mm-hmm. they were so just like deep into that, that they lost sight of their story. Okay. I think that's fair. So because of that, I'm going to put it last. 
Okay. I am going to put it very much not last. Um, to me, it falls between uh, Batman Begins and 89. Okay. So it, it lives in the realm of the origin movies, and I think it's big picture. I think it's better than Batman Begins, but I don't think it's as good as 89. Okay. Now, if you're going to ask me where I rate it in terms of how I like the Batman movies, it would probably end up being very similar to yours. It wouldn't be last solely because the existence of bat nipples. It should <laughs> never, no, it should never have been a thing. Um, uh, but yeah. good I think, times. Well, I mean, in his defense, that was the Mr. Freeze villain movie. It was pretty cold. Yes. <laughs> was that also the one that had the bat credit card? Probably. Okay. I don't know. That sounds right. It was one of both of his movies were pretty goofy. Who, Schumacher? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh. Well, I think that um, it is... Uh, I, I will add one more complaint to this movie. So, Batman has a cape in this movie. Mm-hmm. There was never once a reason for that cape. Like, why did he have a cape? They should have just taken it away. He shouldn't have had one at all, because he <laughs> used it zero even to the point that he was chased to the rooftop of the gcpd and he realized oh crap i'm on top of a building how do i get down oh wait that's right i'm wearing a cape that can turn into this like parachute thing and i can glide no he he puts on a flying squirrel suit and jumps off the building never uses his cape one single time didn't even use it to stun anybody it was just there flapping in the wind get rid of that thing there was no use for it well that is that is a hot good, take good in day the pod. sir you get I wish you good day you get nothing <laughs> not even a cape good day sir <laughs> with that i'm oh, done man. yeah i think that's end on a hot take i kind of like it <laughs> You can find out who listens to the end of the episode. Be like, what do you mean, Batman without a cape? What do you? What is going on here? This is chaos. <laughs> well, um, thank you for joining us, and uh, we will be back in two weeks. No idea what we're going to be reviewing, but I can tell you, it's not going to be Batman. <laughs> two week. The next episode starts with and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there probably will. Honestly, the more I think about it, there's probably going to be more stuff that will come up. And I'll be like, no, why did they do that? That didn't make sense either. I'm going to go play Destiny with my son. We started playing that together. and The the new expansion? We didn't get the new expansion. We just got the the free game. But Mm -hmm. we've really enjoyed it because it's something we can play together. And uh, we have a good time with it. So I'm going to go do that. And... uh, and then, I don't know, probably stay up way too late, and then I'll regret it in the morning. Because I'm old. That is adult life. Yeah, that is adult life in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make a conscious decision, and it will be the wrong one. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, John, take care of yourself. Uh, and well. uh, thank you, listeners, for tun- tuning in. And uh, But we'll see you in two weeks. But until then, nerd out.